Hey world, it's your boy Chico Boom coming to you live right here at 94.9 The City. Welcome to the Boombox. Real topics, real people, real conversations. And tonight we have a super, super, super dope guest. I say that about all my guests, but this one right here is really touching to my heart. Uh, this guy has a crazy inspirational story and I brought him on the show to uh, share that story with you guys. My man, Nate Reed. A.K.A. DJ Nasty Nate. What's up, Nate? How you doing today, my brother? I'm doing great, man. It's great to be in your presence. It's great to have you here, man. I mean, we we've been we've been uh, missing each other's past for some years, man. I mean, you're always showing me love on the on on the, on the social networks and and reposting a lot, like you do for a lot of people. Um, tell me a little bit about the DJ thing, cause I know you. Before we get into your story, you've been a DJ for how many years? I started on probably o two o three. Started DJing. And like everybody knows you here in in Fort Myers is the the you're like the underground king like you 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 release all the all the stuff that's not out there all the stuff that the radio stations are, are scared to put out there the the good stuff you know what I mean that the yeah. streets like uh, what got you into it? Um, I don't know. One day I just well I had MySpace and I had like twelve thousand friends, and so when they cut MySpace off, I went to Facebook and I said I started adding everybody from Fort Myers, and so pretty soon I had everybody. So then I started hitting all the artists up to be able to put their music out and then everybody just kind of knew it. So they kept contacting me and it just blew up from there. So it was just a love you had for the music and And, and then and the Street Gorillas contacted me and they wanted me to be part of the team. So And that's and that's Frank Lennon and, and Yeah, and, and Heavy and Duck and yeah. Nice. So, so nice. that's how I became a Street Gorilla. Nice, nice. Yeah, and I, I, you stay pretty active, man. I mean, you always in the studio. Like, you live in there, man. Yeah, like, I really did live in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I've been living in a hospital bed, so. So let's let's talk about that that um, that day. Uh, take me back uh, to last year. What exact date was it? Uh, it was June 3rd, uh, about 4.30 p.m. J June 3rd, 4.30 p.m. And walk me through that day. How did that day start, like any other day? Um, I woke up about 11. Got on my computer, did some work, uh, went to the store, I left the store, and woke up in the hospital. That's crazy. So, so let's take it back a little bit. You, 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 you go to the store, you go buy something. When you're leaving the store, you're walking. I was on my bicycle, a three-wheel bicycle. So I was like sitting on it, rolling, and somebody was next to me, and somebody obviously wanted to hit me. So they drove by, they seen the guy I was with. I think they had a vendetta out for that guy. And I got hit instead. Wow. So you're telling me that this guy purposely targeted you guys and hit you, but you know, it might have been for him, but he yeah. still hit you. Yeah, they said the guy was he was up all night drinking, that he was he was really, really wasted. So whether neither here nor there. So he was probably looking for the people, whatever he was looking for and Maybe he thought he found him, and I was just there. Wow! So this guy deliberately hit you. Now is this a a, a hit and go? Is it or, or, or was it? They they um he drove me for about a mile. I was stuck under his a truck. A mile. I was stuck. My bike with the bike. My bike, and I was in the middle of his truck and my bike. Now now, I want to pause right there for the people that that are listening to this and they and they can't see Nate. Um, the, 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 the scars, the, the, the damage to his body is, is, you can't miss it. Like he's in a wheelchair right now. Uh, you're talking about somebody, um, who, you know, late thirties, 
perfectly healthy, nothing ever wrong with him, can walk and talk and run, everything. Now he's he's literally stuck in his wheelchair. I mean, it looks like 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 you were in a bad fire or something. Like the scar tissue is crazy on you, your face had, and everything. I had third degree burns from the road. Wow, it was so bad that it. So third you, degree. When when he hit you, he hit you with a truck, a car. What was it? It was a Ford F one fifty, I believe. And you get stuck underneath the the truck. So he came head on, and he, he came head on and hit me from the back. So you. Oh. So the back of my bike must have went up underneath the truck, and I don't know how. If you can see my bike. How I came up. So, so, or were you face up or face down when he was dragging you? The detective said there's a video. Um, they they could see me face down like I'm swimming in there. Wow. So that's how Incredible. I got all the injuries on my elbows. Probably I was trying to save myself. Now I don't, you I don't, don't remember. So you don't remember? As soon as the truck hit you, everything kind of sort of went blank. Everything went blank. I can remember the lines going by in the road. Wow, and that, uh, it was going on in your mind at that split second. Are you thinking this is a dream? This can't uh, be happening. Somebody save me! Like, it, yeah, it was all a dream. I went to the, and then um, I woke up like three days later in the hospital. So it all was a dream. <laughs> wow. So then it's, the guy drug you for a mile and a half. The guy drove me from Tice Street to um, Palm Beach back. By the park to Ortez, and did I, he know that you were underneath the 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 truck? The state attorney says that he didn't know because he was drunk. But there was four or five people behind him on the phone with nine one one, and they say he was swerving, jumping medians, like obviously trying to get me out of there. So he knew I was there. Wow! So now he, and you never met this guy ever before. I, he lived a block from me. I've never met him or seen him in my life. That is insane. That is insane. And so so now here you are, three days later, you wake up, and what's the first thing that comes to your mind? I didn't know where I was. I started screaming, <laughs> get the hell off of me, take this stuff out, what's going on? Now, how was your body feeling at that I point? I was on morphine. So you really couldn't feel nothing? I was hallucinating. I had people were there visiting me, ain't nobody was there. <laughs> I was going crazy. I told them to take me off of this medicine, whatever. And then I started to realize what was going on as people were telling me and it just didn't make sense. Insane, insane. Who's the first person that you wake, you opened your eyes and, and, and saw? Probably my dad or my stepmom. They were there. Um, the first surgery took 14 hours. They had to put metal plates in my neck. So they, my dad waited 14 hours and the surgery ended up taking, I think, 16 hours. So he actually had to go back to make sure. So they gave you immediate surgery right after, right, as soon as that happened. This is what happened. They picked me up in a helicopter at the scene of the accident. They took me to Lee Memorial Hospital. Lee Memorial Hospital said there's no way that he's going to make it. The helicopter driver said, watch this, and took me to Tampa General and they saved my life. So you was in Tampa General. They took me to Tampa General in the helicopter as they were working on me in the helicopter to Tampa General. And then they immediately took me back for the first surgery on my neck. Wow. So how many how many plates is it you said that There's you had? four metal plates Four in my metal neck. plates in your neck. How many bones did you break? I broke on every bone on my body, except for my head and my nose. So your whole body, it was- I broke this shoulder, this elbow, this wrist, this hip, that knee, that ankle, that ankle, this knee, this hip, two ribs. So both sides of the hip, left bone, and right. My collarbone, and then um, my spine got displaced, I think a half an inch. Crazy. And they said if it would have been one more, even a little bit, I wouldn't have made it. Crazy, that's literally every 
Everything. Major bone in your body. Yeah. And now, how, how's your mobility right now? Can you, I mean, like. My like wheelchair having... works real good. And <laughs> 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 you guys got to appreciate um, Nate's sense of humor. He definitely looks at life a, a little bit different than the average person. And I think that these type of situations really make you look at life uh, uh, from a different perspective and make you appreciative of life. So, you know, a lot of you probably thinking, how can booming being here with Nate and, and laughing and, and this is just the individual that he is and the the triumph that, that he's uh shown and the strength that he's proven. Um so here here's this guy hits you, you end up in, in in the hospital bed, uh three days later, waking up, they already performed surgery on you. How many times did you have to go back for surgeries throughout this whole process? I mean, yeah, skin tore off of you like I had eighteen surgeries. Every time there was four doctors in there, the ortho, the neuro, the skin doctor, and the whatever other doctor there is. And, and how long a period of time was this throughout? This was like all within 14 days? From or... Ju uh, June 3rd until August 18th. I had 18 surgeries, over 85 hours worth of surgery. So this is like underneath a, uh, under, under a two-month span. Oh, yeah. I was the biggest science project they ever seen. Wow. They put me back together. Wow, <laughs> and this is crazy. Now this was in Tampa. Yeah, this was at Tampa General. Shout out to Tampa General and all the doctors over there, man. I For had real. I had probably over a hundred nurses and over fifty doctors in and out of my room every day. Wow. They say it's gonna go in the medicine journal of history or whatever. Insane. They saying you might have broke a record there, man. Nah, and I, I mean, a lot. <laughs> I mean, Facebook went crazy with it. Um, social media went crazy with it. You had uh, one one uh, mutual friend in particular that you know always supported you. Uh, shout out to Hollywood, man. He was yeah. uh, always there by your side uh, before and after, and and he was always constantly, constantly, constantly uh, sharing your story with people and uh, his social networks and whatnot. So, what happened to the guy? Did they ever catch him? Yeah, he got arrested. Uh, when I fell out the bottom of the truck, we were on Palm Beach and Ortez. He went to his house, which was right behind CVS, if anybody knows where that's at. As um, soon as he went inside, the police kicked the door in like five minutes later. And got him out of there. Because the girls, well, I, four people messaged me on Facebook. They were on the phone with 911 following the guy. Crazy. So they said as soon as I fell out, they seen me and they thought I was, I was out of there. So they went to the guy and the police came, kicked the door in right away. So they so took they him to jail. Him. He got out July third and got arrested again on July fourth. Whoa, hold on. So when so he that that was in June. By July third, he's out on bond. Yeah, I don't know how he got bond because he's an illegal. So we're not really sure. So he's an illegal immigrant at yeah, this from Guatemala. From Guatemala, no had, papers, no, no insurance. papers, no insurance, no nothing. The truck he was driving wasn't his truck. It was somebody else's which has no money either. So my lawyer pretty much said, we can't get no money from nowhere, so can't represent you no more. Wow, so now you have no legal uh, aid. No legal aid, no fund, no cash, just my own my own hustle, that's it. That's insane. So it's kind of like the system sort of like just turned their back on you and said, hey, look, we can't do nothing for you on your own. Sure. Uh, you figure it out. Pretty much. So this guy goes to jail. Now what did he go to jail for after after? Well, he um he got arrested on the same charges, so that means his bond got revoked. Mm. So probably they released him and realized, wait, we shouldn't have released this guy. Now is he still in or is he out now? He got released on January eighth and went back on January tenth again on another bond revocation. 
So somebody's letting them out and then re arresting them. Crazy. So, so is, he, is he in right now today? He's in right now and his court date is tomorrow. It's tomorrow? Yeah, the 29th. And what's gonna happen at this uh, hearing? They're gonna offer him 12 years and possible deportation. Insane. They can't charge him with uh, attempted murder because he was drunk. So because he was drunk, yeah, I mean, so so if somebody gets. <laughs> That's what this, I said. This, this, is, this is this is my problem with that. Is like, what if somebody deliberately wants to go out there and kill somebody and says, yeah. "Let me let me let me get drunk enough to build up that courage I didn't and go it. out there and and." That was right after I hung up on her, or right before. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to say to you. Now, have you seen him? Have they called you in for court to identify? They don't want nothing? me there. They don't need me to. That's what they said. They don't need you there. And you're the victim, though. I don't get it. They don't make you identify him and say he was the guy. Can't nothing. Let me talk to the jury. Nothing. I think that'll. I don't. I don't get it. So. Well, I think that anybody that um you know is listening that's not watching, like if you're looking at uh, Nate and and you see if you knew him before and you see him now, it looks like a totally different person. His body's been through hell and back. I think 12 years is too little. You know what I mean for anybody that does this to a human being, especially mm -hmm. somebody that. You got the wrong person. You got the wrong guy. You weren't even at the the right person. And here you are, yeah, um, breaking the law and illegal at that. And that makes me feel some type of way. Um, you know, I, I I feel like America was based off of uh, immigrants, right? And we built this country off of you know Irish, and Polish, and yeah, you know Italians, everything. a little bit of everything. But we have come uh, to a place now where. Um, we have a system in place, you know what I mean? And and we change the, the laws and we change the rules as we go accordingly based off of situations and cases that might uh, present themselves. And this is one of those cases where I'm upset with the system. You know, you, you let them in here, um, you didn't do proper background on this individual, or maybe they slipped through the system. And it's the individuals like these that need to be deported. I don't feel like you should be separating uh, uh, Family. uh, families and uh, children from their mothers. Yeah. It's individuals like these, these these individuals that come to this country um, to do, you know, these these type of 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 actions and and uh, against other human beings. That's just uh, evil to me, and I feel like you know uh, they need to focus more on sending those type of individuals back. How, how, did you yeah. feel some type of way about that? I mean, cause you, I mean, you've grown up with, with, yeah. with, with nothing but minorities all around you. So it's, I know I that's not an issue with you, but yeah. the fact that he's illegal, the fact that he did something to you intentionally, you know what I mean? And now it's like, you know, if he wouldn't even been here if they would have did their proper research, right? Does that, did that bother you any type of way? I don't really have, I don't really have no hate or anything towards him. I don't. If anything, I'd like to talk to him and ask him. You like to talk to him? Yeah, I'd like to ask him what was he thinking. If so, you still want answers though? You want some type of closure? I'd like to know why he did it. Probably never find out, but I mean. So while while you're in that hospital bed, you already forgave him. Yeah, I was praying for him. You were praying for him. Yeah, he might have kids and family, and maybe he. Who knows? Everybody makes mistakes. I'm not saying it's okay, but I can't hate him. It's just gonna bring me down. Wow, that is. I, I, I salute you for that, yeah, brother. Stay I, positive. And 
I salute you for that's that. That's all I could do. You have a big, big, big heart. I mean, you're still going to therapy. I mean, how many times? I don't have therapy no more. No more. My insurance won't cover it. No therapy, no nurses, no. Nothing. I can't see the doctors that did my surgery because they're too high paid of doctors. They won't take my insurance either. Crazy. <laughs> so well, you're basically so, on your own So right basically, now. I got a new doctor I went to see today, and they want to cut my leg off. So either tonight or tomorrow morning, I'm going to be admitted to the emergency room, and they're going to cut my leg off. No way. So your leg is getting cut off today or tomorrow? Well, they're not going to do it today or tomorrow, but I'm going to be admitted. Why do they want to cut the leg off? Uh, the hardware, this titanium, is in my knee. My whole knee got blown out. It was a, it was a hole, if you see the pictures. Right. So they, I got two cadaver knees, which is two other people's donors in my... Right. So And they put hardware in there. The hardware has bacteria on it. Mm. So they say once the hardware gets bacteria, they, you, they won't come off. Even if they clean it and put it back in, it, it's going to come back. It's just going to be a never-ending process. So he wants to just cut it off. Now, is this going to happen with both legs or this is just no, one? No, my right leg's fine. Just my left leg. Because the, when they did the knee surgery, it just it didn't come out the way they expected. But they only do this surgery every 15 years. They only well, explain that. What do you mean? I had a do? total knee replacement. I had no knee. So this doesn't have. This doesn't come this along. Doesn't have. They don't do this. This, this doesn't have. The doctor that did this didn't even know, probably know how to do it. <laughs> I don't know, but they told me that we only doctors never get to usually do this surgery. So that's why I went down in the medical journal, like I was saying. So for them, I don't. I don't know. So do you feel like they did the proper surgery? Or do you feel like you said that like he probably says they do it every fifteen years? That's maybe what he I said. How maybe you, he don't. He don't, maybe he doesn't know what he's doing. Maybe that's what caused the bacteria. And then he tells me you shouldn't still be in pain. How do you know? You don't do this surgery. How do you know anything? Because right now my knee won't. It won't bend. It's just kind of stuck where it's at. How do you feel about amputating the leg? I take it. I'm tired of dealing with it. Does it hurt? It hurts bad. So this is pain that you're dealing with every day, and I gotta move around and get up and get down, and it's just there. Now, without that leg, will will is there a possibility for you to get a Prost prosthetic leg that's, and be able to move around a little bit better? Yeah, that's what they're gonna do as long as my insurance covers it. As long as your insurance covers it, it goes back. That, it that, goes that, that that thing again. That th yeah. So I just he said, don't worry about that because if this spreads into my body, I'll get sepsis and die. Crazy. So he wants to get it off immediately. Yes. So you're you're mentally prepared for it already. I'm already. You, I don't feel pain. <laughs> After all this, I don't feel any pain. It's what? How do? How do you? It, it, to me and to to a lot of people listening, um, you know, to forgive somebody. After what they put you through, you about to lose a leg. Here you are doing an interview with me. You about to go tonight or tomorrow to go get admitted, and 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 make a decision that's gonna impact your life even more than it is already like you're about to lose a limb and your and your and your attitude is positive and you're saying hey i forgive this guy hey take the leg hey i'm just you know i'm, 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 I'm not, still alive i can get i can move around this legs in my way so just take it and maybe it's his fault that it happened but and you just said a mouthful right there this leg <laughs> is in the way i'm ready to, I, i'm ready to move forward and this leg is in the way and there's a lot of people in lives with those dead legs in their life. You know what I mean? Whatever situation, yeah. whether it's a relationship, whether exactly. it's a job, whether it's, uh, you they know. They need to just get it out whatever. the way and, and move forward. But they're scared to cut that leg off. And here you are saying, I'm ready to move forward. Cut that leg right now. Yeah. And there's so There's many a lot of people unhappy in relationships. 
Cut it off. Cut it off. Cut it off. Cut it off. That's a good bumper sticker. Cut it off. Cut it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Cut but it but, off. but but like you said, yeah, it's that bacteria. And if you don't cut it off, it's gonna spread and it's gonna exactly. kill you. And you're saying get the leg off. I'm ready to go up, not yeah. down. Whether it's a leg, a bad relationship, a bad job, or whatever. Insane. Insane. Man, uh uh Nate, this 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 story is so powerful, man. I, I wish you know the, the, the listeners can really like see like what I'm looking at. You know what I mean? I'm looking at your your pinky. I'm looking at down to your pinky all the way to your arm. Your elbow looks like what's, everywhere. Why is the elbow That's that, my tattoo. They cut it off. Wow. See right there. So they took muscle out they of there. They cut my tricep and it's called a flap that covers the it was a big hole here. So they took the tricep and covered it, the elbow? Yeah, this muscle they covered here, and the same thing on my knee. I got somebody else's muscle on my knee. Now, how did your body uh, respond to to somebody else's? Uh... I did great. I didn't get no infections. I had no fever until now. I got this infection, but then the whole time in the hospital, everything they said that would happen never happened. How'd you feel about uh, being a donor prior to 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 this? Like, um, if you I know... would be a donor. Yeah, like, like you know, because I'd look at it and I'd be like, I'm not doing anything. I don't want no, my body's up. But here we are. Like, if it wasn't for somebody else, you wouldn't have certain parts. You know yeah. what I mean? They so, were going to do a different surgery, but then somebody had to happen to pass away that they could use. Insane. So I got his. So you look at it a little, little different he now. Blessed, like, he blessed me with his he knee. Bless you. Right. My dad makes a joke. It was a ballerina's knee. <laughs> <laughs> I say it was a soccer player. <laughs> so. What key, what man? How do you how do you overcome these obstacles mentally? What keeps you sane? Like what what changed you? And when you you know was there something that triggered you that and started? You always been, been like, like that. I I I've been like this since '03 when I started music. You started looking. at I read like a the, book. What was the name of the book? The Secret. Mm, that's a good book. I've read it twelve times. I mm. bought it four times. You bought it four times. Three people stole it. <laughs> no, now I got it hidden. <laughs> That's but a yeah, really that, good book. That book changed my life. It really did. Right. On the outlook on life and how you deal with stuff. So Incredible. Probably that helped me through this. Incredible. And you get up every morning, and what, what, what goes on in your mind as soon as you get up? What's I'm, next? I'm blessed. Let me do something greater. Nice. Nice. So that's always the mentality that you have. It's a positive one. I'm blessed. I'm so, here. Let's keep it going. Yeah. I, my inbox, I got like 400 messages in my inbox of people I talk to daily. Crazy. Just and people that love me and I love, you know, it's just, it gives me, that's in my blood. Just to, That's why I hit up artists and tell them I promote their music and they don't get it. You don't do it. And you don't do it for no monetary, no, nothing, wow. no, you, you, your awards or anything. You do it just because that's how, who you are. That's who your heart is. You, yeah. Somebody that gives. I don't need nobody to vote for me to know I'm great. How, okay, and, and so you've been giving and giving and giving all these years. How did it feel when you go through these tough times, when you went through this tough time, or you're still going through it, but... Um, Friends and family, you know what I mean? Like, like, tell me a little bit about that because they say you really know who's there for you in, in, in tough times. And this is obviously probably one of the toughest times in your, in your life. You know, were you surprised that maybe certain people weren't there? Yeah, let's not talk about that. Well, I was surprised that the people that were there, that, that stayed there, my, my dad and my stepmom, they stayed with me 45 days straight. My mom was there as many times as she could come. My stepbrothers, 
were there a lot, which I've never really had time to spend with them. So, so you didn't focus on who was not there. You focused on who was there. Well, the morphine and the drugs, I could, I could imagine who I wanted to be there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I never really focused on why you didn't come to see. I ain't call nobody and say nah. where you at. If they wanted to come, that's fine. So, if we don't talk now, then they know why. And and I tell a lot of people this. I say never stop being who you are because someone. Yeah. wasn't how you were towards them, you know what I mean? Or wasn't t the way you are towards them, they weren't with, with you, you know what I mean? You, you just continue to be who you are and, exactly. and spread that love and don't get mad or don't have don't any... Don't let nobody any, bring you down to that level. Any expectations behind nobody. Exactly. Um, you Now you, you have uh, T-shirts, you have um, wristbands. Thank you for mine. It says Nate Strong on these uh, beautiful blue uh, wristbands. And you got T-shirts as well, bringing awareness to the situation. And the proceeds go where? To me, right? But, but right. <laughs> well, I'm trying but, to I'm trying to save up. I need a van so I can get around by myself because I can still drive, but I can't put the wheelchair in the trunk. But obviously, insurance is a, is an issue, like you stated. Uh, you're not I, getting the help from nobody. I'm not getting so, the help from so nobody. You, so, I made my own way. Right. So I made um, Nate Strong, which is a hashtag my stepmom put on the chalkboard in the hospital, mm. just to keep the, you know, whatever. So. I started making these Nate Strong bracelets and I got t-shirts I've been selling. Um, I got a lot of orders, so I just made the shirts on Sunday. So I got to keep um, fulfilling the orders and keep putting the word out. So Nate Strong is my new brand. Nice, nice. So people can follow you on na na oh, look. Nasty. Nasty, N-A-Z-T, south.com. That's his website, at Nasty South, N-A-Z-T. South on Instagram, Facebook, Nate Reed, and Twitter at, again, Nasty South, N-A-Z-T South. Now, if you want to go ahead and click the link in his Facebook, you can order a wristband, you can order a t-shirt, support him. You know where the money's going to. It's going towards him, towards uh, new vehicles. That way he's able to get around through his uh, medical bills and other things that he has to uh, pay for that insurance is not paying for so support him by clicking that link and and um really helping him out man this is a a great guy nate what is your purpose what 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 have you found uh to be your purpose through all this did you start looking at things different and saying you know did it spark a a light bulb in your head or something after all this i think i just i want to make other people realize how grateful they are to be here and to have anything that they do have and not focus on what they don't have and just be happy and wake up and enjoy your life. Absolutely. Just don't don't be stressed. Amen to that. And you want to speak. You want to speak to uh, the youth. You want to speak to uh, yeah. rehabilitation centers. You want to speak at hospitals. You want to speak um, at penitentiaries. You want to speak and tell your story to whoever will listen and get inspired and motivated by this story, correct? Correct. I got um, messages in my inbox. People write me whole paragraphs saying I changed their life just by seeing how positive I am and how my attitude is and how they don't like their own life when they got great things mm. going on. And mm. So I actually went to somebody's house and talked to his kids because they didn't, they weren't grateful. They got mm. phones and video games and they spoiled. They don't understand how, right. how it could be. A and lot the, of people don't. A have, lot of people don't get that. They, they complain and complain and complain. Like I heard somebody say one day, um, I'm I'm um I I grew up and I only had a mattress on the floor. My response to them was, well, at least you had a mattress. 
You see, we can all be in, in way worse situations than what we are, and we always got to be grateful for for the opportunities that we are given, which is life. Exactly. Every single day that we wake up, and you made that clear to me that, you know, you just, you, you're happy to be alive. You're full of life. Um, you're, you're sharp, your mind, they didn't take that from you. They could take the leg all they want, but your mind is still sharp and your heart is still gold. Man, Nate, this is, it's very inspiring, uh, your story, the fact that you get up every morning on a positive note, the fact that you go to bed on a positive note, the fact that you're not letting this obstacle in your life get in your way. You're saying, I'm a fighter, I'm gonna continue to fight. I'm not gonna let nothing slow me down. I forgive Cut this. It Cut it off. <laughs> Cut it off, and I forgive this individual. And whoever's listening out there, if you know of anyone that needs help, that needs someone to tell their story, contact Nate. Reach out to him for any speaking engagement, high school, middle schools, elementary schools, any type of uh, rehabilitation centers, somewhere where you think that his story would be useful because there are a lot of people out there that need to hear your story, man. Like I wish that whoever's listening can tune in to, to the YouTube channel to, to or, or go to 949.com and like look at the video footage of this. Like this is crazy. Like hold your arm up a little bit like that. Like you have like this is crazy, man. Like my gosh. It looks like you was like 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 that was a hole. Man. It was all a hole. And they had to graft that together or whatever. They took all the skin off my back, oh, my legs. I got Everywhere. It looked like you were in a war, man. Like straight up. It's worse. Like the Bionic Man. <laughs> That's what they said on the Bionic Man. That's crazy. Insane, man. For all of the listeners listening, all the viewers watching, support Nate. Once again, go to nastysouth.com, N-A-Z-T-South.com, and look him up on Facebook, Nate Reed. He's always sharing stuff. Uh, he's always sharing music, and he's going to continue to share his story um through this whole journey you know the, the, him getting his leg amputated is going to be a whole nother journey for him it's going to be something that he has to get used to um not having anymore and, so, and how to move around a little bit different and hopefully he can get a prosthetic leg and and start walking around again uh be grateful people for what you do have don't focus on what you don't have learn to forgive if you have some type of hatred in your heart towards someone i encourage you to let that hate go and Put that energy towards you, your dreams, your vision. Put it towards something great. Don't allow anyone to take that much energy from you to the point where you're hating them. They are a human being. They did some knucklehead-ish, but life goes on. Nate is strong. He's proven that every single day that he will not let these obstacles overcome him, and neither should you. Keep pushing forward. Never look back. And focus on what's important, and that's your life. You're given that life. You only have one shot at that life. Every day that you get up is a new opportunity. And what you do with that opportunity is the way you say thank you to God. Stay focused. Stay strong. Nate, my brother, love you, I salute you. I love you too, man. You stay strong. We're going to keep bringing awareness to this. Hashtag Nate Strong. Anytime you're going through a situation, let's get this brother's story out there. He's been covered by NBC2 News. He's been covered by Fox. But we it's, it's not enough. Everybody, the whole world needs to hear this man's story and go into depth on what it is to overcome this tragic, tragic uh, accident. So shout out to Nate. People, you know what it is, man. Every single Sunday, 11 a.m., 
right here, 94.9 The City. It's the boombox. Real topics, real people, real conversations. We want to motivate you. We want to inspire you. We want you to look at life from a different perspective through the individuals and the stories that we have on this show. You know what it is. Boom, baby. Boom.